Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, we heard what happened when Charlie and our producer John went off to do some commentary work at the weekend at the Bromley Torquay game. Uh, We also spoke to Cy King, one half of the hairy bikers. He explained why he was... Uh, on his own today. Riding solo. That's right. Um, we also uh, had a chat with Hugh Wusencroft, our England correspondent, who's not had the best of luck recently, <laughs> I think it's fair to say. And uh, we chatted about a championship manager, the 20th anniversary of the addictive football game with uh, the author of a book on the very subject. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charming. There it is. Yeah, no, I was with you. I'm just a little bit of a pause for effect. Oh, very nice. Um, Freddie's been in touch. Um, oh, good. He said, listening to uh, Charlie's football commentary on Saturday, oh, right, yes. was hoping for an Andy Jacobs-style fan zone meltdown, so was disappointed <laughs> with his pr- professionalism and impartiality. Yes. Now, um, you left us on Thursday, Charlie, telling us that uh, yourself and our producer and your co-host on the National Obsession National League podcast, um, you were off to commentate for yes. a Torquay United on their game at Bromley in the National League. Very privileged position, Paul, but was invited to go and commentate for TUFC Radio. Never commentated on anything before yeah. other than myself. Just, you know, when, I don't know if you ever commentated on yourself oh, no, as a no. kid. He cuts oh, inside. Yeah, he cuts back out. <sighs> yeah. When you score a goal. Yeah, what a goal. Yeah, the greatest goal anyone's ever seen. Yeah, yeah. You know, that sort of thing. But uh, turned up on Saturday at Bromley, Hayes Lane. Yeah. Very nice bunch of people. Very, very welcoming. Thank you very much to them. Shown the way in. Got to my position. Had to squeeze in. Squeezed all the way in. Realised I'd completely left my notes and my phone. <laughs> squeeze out And <laughs> everything in the car. Wow. So walked back out. Oh, no. Yes, to, to the car. So Martin Tyler wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'd written all these nice notes out, you know, because yeah. um, I've been asked, you know, Nigel Adley told me to write it all out and yeah. all the oh, so you sent your notes facts, out. And, facts and figures they a, about all the players. They weren't quite as the sort of notes Nigel or Motti would put together, <laughs> but they were sketchy. No, but I, I, did yeah. some, I did some notes on the Bromley players because I didn't really know a lot about them, but for Torquay players, I, you know, know about I, follow them, them, I follow them day in, day out, yeah, Paul. You've, so you've intimate knowledge of them Exactly, there. so I could just look at them and tell you. Anyway, went and got me notes, came yes. back, Thought I'd forgotten my phone. So I went, <laughs> went back out, 
to get my phone. My phone wasn't in the car. I thought it might have been in the toilet when I went to the toilet. wasn't in the toilet. thought I'd lost my phone. Right. It was about 20 to kick off at this point. So I thought... So it's all about the preparation, really, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. They told me, just get your prep right, get your head straight yeah. before you go on. Went back. John had my phone. I'd left my phone with John, um, sat down. Why didn't then... he say anything? <laughs> So I was going to ring him, but he, oh, had, okay. he had me phone. He had your phone, yeah. <laughs> we now, we're in a position where we can hear Oh, uh, a brief... I haven't heard it, so I can only apologise. This is a, a couple of minutes of uh, the commentary. Jo John Cadogan is the colour man in this. Charlie, yes. Charlie is the lead commentator. And this is the game between... And you've not heard any of it back Not yet. at all, no. I mean, and, and I tell you what, when I watch myself do a gig, it really is terrible. So this is going to be even worse. I don't know if it's terrible for the audience, but... <laughs> But I can so only, ap only apologise. Saturday afternoon, the BT cameras were there, but we didn't need them because <laughs> we had Charlie Baker and John Cadogan on TUFC Radio, and this is how the match unfolded. Good afternoon from Hayes Lane. You join me, Charlie Baker, and John Cadogan on TUFC Radio. I started supporting Talk United when I was 10 years old. I went to Talk United v Burnley in a midweek game with my dad. It was one all. I have the programme. I followed them through thick and thin, mainly thin. I've supported them at home versus Tottenham where we beat them for a Derek Dawkins goal. I've supported them at many, many playoff finals where we lost. I've never been to a winning one. I've supported them all over the country in all the divisions and nothing has been quite as exciting as this today where dreams come true. And next to me is my dear mate, John Cadogan. John, we're here. It's all got very real. Do we know what we're doing? How can I possibly top that? It's nil-nil, Talk United versus Bromley. There we are, it's lumped up into the sky. Joe Lewis again, third header he's won this afternoon. All talkies so far. We have only played one minute, John. Jory Johnson plays it through to Dan Holman. Holman chips it in and it goes out for a talkie corner. Looked like a hint of handball there, John, but no one called for it, so it's probably just me making that up. It's Sean McDonald takes a goal kick. Takes the, well, it's the free kick there, John, from, the, kick, from no. the offside. Sorry to make you look a fool in front of 100, 200 listeners. But here's Common at 11 a. Evans. Coulson swings the free kick in from deep. Coulson pushed by Swamney. And here we are, 17, the skipper. Swamney hits oh. it. Beautiful strike. Great strike from outside the box. Controlled it on his knee. Swung his right boot at it. Hit it into the top left-hand corner of Sean McDonald's goal for 2-0 Bromley. A great strike, not a lot talk he could do about both great finishes, John. Up against, I'd say, six foot five show me, six foot four show me. Of course, doesn't oh, win the header. Up. Ball's up. coming our way, John. Whoa. Did you catch it? Didn't catch it, John. It was coming straight for the laptop. We could have gone off air at any minute there. Story of talkies half there. Lapsley gives it out. Lapsley has put a little bit of sun in his hair or something. John, I thought he was one of those tough guy black boot footballers, but he's put a little bit of sun in. Obviously, the English Riviera life getting to him, John. Getting to him. He's really enjoying himself. Talkie really, United really. get a corner and the Bovril's arrived, John. And as ever with Bovril, it's too hot to drink. <laughs> so we'll have to wait until about six o'clock this evening. Well, that'll be just about the right temperature. Here we go. And as we've got breaking play as well, Johnny there on Twitter says, uh, could we possibly play a game of I Spy or 20 questions? No, absolutely not, John. No, We're here serious, to do a job. Serious got, commentary, I'm actually, Johnny. Fully, what do you think this is? Fully respectful of the commentary position, the privilege we have to be in the gantry today right. at Bromley v Talkie United. An absolute privilege. John, a lot of people would like to be in this position. We're very lucky to be here, so we won't be playing. You don't need Clyde Tills to be playing high spy and doing, doing when the ball's and gone he can out. Do what he likes, couldn't he? I don't. My Bovril is is just about thermonuclear, John. So <laughs> we're getting towards being able to have that little tip for you if you ever go to the football and you have a uh, have a 
uh, bovril. Take a little sachet of horseradish with you and stick the horseradish in your bovril. It's like a liquid Christmas lunch. Um, <laughs> it's lovely. Here we are, Bush, miraculously, is okay. There's Lapsley, heads it back in. And here's Ben Winters gone down. And is it a penalty? No penalty. It's given. Nope, it's gone, not given. It's not given, it's a goal kick. The referee pointed at what looked like the spot, but he gives it as a goal kick because I get laughed at by a Bromley fan. There he is. Can you not see? We're desperate here. There he is. Absolutely desperate. A man, mountain of a man, looking like a big Harry Hill in front of me, just looking at me and laughing as we thought it was given. There Point, we are. It's pointless. What was pointless? He's put, all those, he's put all the clips in where we're just messing about. I wanted to hear some proper commentary. You see, we this did, is a career move. We did 90 you? minutes of proper commentary. He's put all the bits where we're being stupid. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> What I'm here for now. Okay. But you claim around all those stupid bits was really solid top, commentary. Top, top, top class, top, top level. Top commentary. Top level. Very disappointed See, in uh, that. Martin or Motti or any there of these guys. Barry Davis never told me to bring a sachet of um Exactly. That's just that's just good football advice. That, that. is good advice, yeah. There we are. So we are. they might they've asked you back apparently, or there's well, a chance to do it. Potential, but they won't be after that. <laughs> That was a serious John's football commentator. John's in John huge trouble. He's, he's, he's terrible yeah. editing. He's in trouble. I know. He's gone for comedy rather than. Anyway, it was great fun. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Thank you very much to Bromley FC. Thank you very much for Talk United. Just get on with the show now, Paul. Okay. <laughs> you just want to leave it behind. Yeah, you, leave it behind me now. We will take some Championship Manager war stories. Twenty years since the O one O two came out. Danny Kelly's just been tweeting about it. Talking about how it, uh, he said, uh, Happy 20th birthday, the greatest cultural product, an addictive drug of the 21st century. No film record, TV series, broadcast, podcast, or Broadway extravaganza came anywhere near Championship Manager 0102. I cursed the day my brother John introduced it to mm, me. Yeah, well, it, it does take over your life. I don't yeah. know if you've ever done it. I did. I had a little period where I played it. I'm, I'm, I'm Kim Kelstrom. I took uh, for Adrian Durham's Peterborough. Yeah. Took them to a League Cup final. And was it on a disc or cassette? I used to play it on a cassette oh, and that well. used to be very difficult no, this to was, this save. Was on, that this was, was on a CD rom so um, you've probably got some war stories. We've had some corkers over the years. I, you know, everybody gets to a cup final and puts their suit on, and their other half thinks they're absolutely mad. Bloke, three o'clock in the morning, doing a post-match um, interview with Ice. His <laughs> wife came down into the kitchen, and said, "Why are you talking to yourself?" He said, "I'm not. I'm doing a post-match interview after the." He was in his suit. Yeah. FA Cup it's, final. It's caused a lot of divorces, Paul. Yeah, Championship manager. We're well, going to talk to someone who says it actually ruined their life, or being well a little bit later on, but in a good way. Yes, if, if, in, if a, that, in a nice that, way. If that makes sense. So we we'll take the best of your war stories. When you look back now, do you think I can't believe I did that? It's a game, man. It's a game. <laughs> Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TS H and J. You may have willed it out before, but look, it's the twentieth anniversary. Yeah, we can't, we'll have we can't tell a few old war stories on an anniversary like this, when can? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, you've been telling us this afternoon a few of your uh, tales from the world of championship managers. 20 yeah. years People to the are day. quite mad, Paul. 0102 <laughs> came out, the game that many people then got addicted to yeah. and have seen it through to its football manager. People, people are uh, obsessed with it, aren't they? People have they applied are. for jobs <clears throat> on the back of it. Well, yeah. We we, we had a uh, guy for many years, uh, Bills, he, Jonathan Bills, our old friend, has just taken to, uh, I think, Twitter telling a few stories along those. It was Raj Tunvor. Raj applied for about 200 jobs in the world of football and would use his football manager's CV as the way in, but never got a job. I wonder, if, I wonder if football managers use it. I think they do use it as a search tool sometimes. No, no, no. It's, it's, yeah, it's used in there. It's, you yeah. know, uh, we speak to Miles Jacobson quite often. It's it's such a sophisticated uh, piece of kit now mm. that, that a lot of clubs use it, a lot of managers use it. Absolutely. Yeah, but those, it, it was a bit more rough and ready. It was brilliant yeah. before its time, absolutely. The Collier brothers, the guys that, that, that came up with it, their brainchild, um, we, they used to pop in and see us in the studio in the very early days of the game and... Little did we know it was going to turn into huge from yeah, huge yeah. thing it is now. Huge. Speaking of sophisticated, Andy in Liverpool's been on. I used to go out with a girl whose ex-boyfriend was a former non-league player. He disliked me and vice versa. Mm. To really cheer me up, I'd buy him on Championship Manager and fine him every two weeks for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Lovely, isn't it? Spiked <laughs> a spite buy. Me and my two brothers would race home to try and get on the computer first to play championship manager, but sometimes we'd get home with a note on the computer saying, do not touch my game, Dad. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, he played imagine. It, he played it more than us, says the listener. Oh, my, son's got, my son's got FIFA 22 at yeah. the moment, Paul. It's, you cannot beat young people at these games unless you sit and do it all day, every day, which some people do now and yeah. stream it that and make money great, out of that it. That wouldn't be a great use of your time, though. Would I don't really think so, Paul. Just to say you could beat your son at the I, game. I, I wouldn't look, like to look back at my 40s and go, well, I mainly yeah. played FIFA 22. <laughs> In an effort to beat, beat my son. <laughs> a housemate at uni got the, to the FA Cup final with Preston and put me in a suit and we set the timer for full 90 minutes and we all watched in the living room and he lost 1-0 oh, that was a long hour and a half wasn't it <laughs> Preston in the cup final 1-0 how, how do you feel after you've done that with, yeah. your, with your life you know, you're, sort of, sort of, you're watching it it's already <laughs> well playing it but watching it in a suit you're in your suit being made to wear a suit to watch it on the sofa <laughs> for an hour and a half when you go 1-0 down for goodness sake oh, anyway dear. keep telling us the limits you've gone to quite embarrassing looking back but people they commit to this game they get lost in the moment 
Where would I have been with that? Kim Kelstrom all those years ago oh, with yeah. my, my Peterborough signing. He was a game changer. Was it? Freddie yeah. Adu was always the one, wasn't he? Sort of 70, you go and find him in the reserve somewhere yeah. and... We were talking earlier on, was it... Um, who was the player, There's John? One, play, we one player that player. everyone... John, he's not listening. Like, he's, he not listening no, yeah, he's not listening. He can't remember. He can remember. He, can't, he, can't, he, can't, he won't tell us. He, he doesn't want to tell us. us. Because he um, wants us to move on. Okay, yeah, come back to <laughs> Stop talking about it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I think for the first time, uh, going solo, because they always come as a pair, let's be honest, when they join us in the mm. studios that yeah, many times over the years. What's well, a bog off? We've got a hairy biker. There we are. Singular. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you must feel it. Si is with us this afternoon, Si King. But Dave's not too well, Si. No, he's not. He has COVID. Wow. Um, oh. And uh, he's, uh, no, he's not too well. But uh, he's as tough as an old boot, Dave, you know. He, mm. He'll get there. But um, he's not having a, he's having a pretty torrid time of it at the minute. But wow, he'll be I all wish right. him well, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure I was watching you was make there. a beautiful pie the other day on some, on, you're on, making British. Great British food or something you were making oh, and you right. turned up on these couple of triumphs, made this game pie or something out of oh, something yeah. you'd scraped off the road and it was like, oh, this is the life. This is fantastic. <laughs> Charlie, what show have you been watching? I think fever, it was you. Fever dream. Fever dream. Unless yeah. Mary Berry's grown a beard. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. She didn't intend to. The, the hairy bikers go north you're in the midst of at the moment. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we shot that in between the two lockdowns and it was... Um, and we made the decision to to, to film in the UK because we hadn't in, in anger really for ten years. We've mm, done right. a few bits and bobs, but but not really a major primetime series. So, um, yeah, so that decision was made prior to prior to the pandemic, um, and it seemed even more poignant to do it really. So it was, and it was a lovely series to do, lads, because it was it, we, it was an opportunity to look at what. You know the people and the places and the food that that, that define Dave and I as as, yeah. as as people really. So, um, uh, yeah, and and you know when you live somewhere, what's really interesting is that that uh, you, you you overlook stuff all the time. You know, so there was big bits of the north that we thought flipping egg. Oh, this is Derbyshire. Mm. This oh, is yeah, great. Yeah, sure, yeah, you, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So because normally you just yeah, yeah the ba- Bakewell. Tart, exactly. Beautiful, Absolutely. proper Bakewell tart. Nothing like it. And yeah. and the and the whole the whole premise of the of the show was just that celebration and 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 you know, to to we're we're just the conduits for other people's stories, you know. And that's and that was we met some amazing people, great great food, great produce, good bit crap on a right laugh. It was brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. You went to Cumbria, I see, which is Dave's part of the world, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was mm. hilarious because. Uh, you know, Dave and I, you know, we've been mates for thirty odd years, mm. and uh, and and sure enough, you know, God love Dave, he, you know, he tries to show tries to show a borrowing furnace off to the best of its ability, you know, <laughs> and uh, and we stood on the side, we stood not next to the Warnley Channel, yeah. and literally the seagulls, it was pouring with rain, and the seagulls were flying backwards, and there was this, <laughs> and like Dave goes, I'll oh, give in, Kingy, I'll just give in, <laughs> it like, but it was all of that because you know, and I, and I was saying, oh, I would have been slightly <clears throat> disappointed if it had been sunshine and and you know, because yeah. mm. mostly it's 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 the weather that we get up north, you know. How much do you? argue over what's in a recipe i mean if you say let's make a steak pie or something mm. or, or you make something that's northeast based sure. and you go well no that's in this and, and he'll say no this what, the is, regional, is, the this is meant to be tweaks. onions this isn't meant yeah. to be swede or the, whatever you the know. Region, i'm talking the, about pasties more yeah, in my yeah, head yeah, yeah. Yeah. yes i can see that John. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's more the regional variations you're talking about well i mean normally if it's from the it's if it's from the town it would uh, from the tune it'll be you know, you just leave it to me, and, yeah. and the same as a Lancashire hot pot. 
Mm. Oh, you can stop messing about with that. I mean, we have because <laughs> yeah. we put kidneys in it and stuff. You know, yeah. it's been. But um, no, no, we don't. We don't. We tend not to. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lovely collaborative effort, and we've got a great team of people that work with us as well. So it's not just all us. And you've got are you, are we about three in so far of the series. Uh, three, oh yeah, four, yeah. four, 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 four this week. Uh, it's, okay. really it's, nice, it's a really nice program. Isn't oh, it? thanks, it's a really John, nice put you. your feet up, and yeah. you two are obviously mm. great friends. Paul was saying earlier, it's a bit like Mortimer Mort- and White House on the fishing. You know, you can see yeah. that you're really good pals. You know, oh, we're good, we're, we're, we're good mates. You know, we're, yeah. we're, you know, each of us are. We're like you know, the, the families get on, and mm. we're, you know, we go yeah. away on the stuff night out. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which is basically me and Dave <laughs> yeah. going to get drunk at some part of the world and, and some chef that we rock up to his restaurant going, we're here, but you did invite us. <laughs> you know, I would say it's all that. Was the fame a surprise to you when it when it came? Because, it, 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 you know, you are famous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's funny because um, we never really thought about it. And then you just go, oh, actually, this is what happens when you're on the telly. Yeah. Uh, and, oh. Uh, oh, and you, when you strike a chord with people, it's the, you know, and it's great, you know. I I, I mean, I love it. I, I love, <laughs> well, well, I love the crack, because people will come up and tell you their life stories, mm. sure. like literally, because they think they know you. Well, yeah, because yeah. we're in the front rooms, and yeah. they kind of do, because what you see on the telly is what you get off the telly. So yeah. it's not there's not there's not a big yeah. shift really, and um and people are really lovely like that, you know. I remember I remember with my now ex wife Jane, I, I was. Uh, I, we were. I was shopping for some knives and Fenix in Newcastle, which is a thing we saw. And this woman came over, and the kind of bikers had just started to take off. Hmm. And this woman came over and said, "E, hey, yes, are you all right?" And I said, "Yes, are you all right, darling?" She said, "Yes." Hey, well, I'm having terrible trouble with my son. And she just spent twenty minutes this diatribe, twenty minutes telling yeah. that every single pop. And Jane, Jane's at the back of this woman going. Who is that? <laughs> who is that? Yeah. She's, oh, I've got no idea. Yeah. She's just telling me her life story. <laughs> yeah, it was, and, it, and, it, and that's always really flattering, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's never taken lightly. It's, it's lovely. It's mm. a lovely thing. You've got a book out as well, uh, yeah. which you kind of lent on the fan base. We're talking about people who love the show to kind of help you create. Yeah, it was really, it was Dave's idea, actually. Dave, um, Dave said, look, uh, why don't we just commission it? Because there was a load of, like, you know, there's the, the um, what do you call them? Uh, commissioner study. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, survey, or survey. Yeah, yeah, that's t- what yeah, I'm after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and Dave, Dave, it was Dave's idea to commission the survey. So that's exactly what what we did. And uh, and we were expecting, you know, Dave and I looked at this. We want to get five hundred, and we weren't asking five hundred replies, maybe, you know. And we weren't asking for for recipes. We were just saying, look, what do you eat? What's yeah. your mains? What's your bakes? What's your what's your puddings? What do you eat? Mm. And. Uh, and we got 20,000 uh, uh, main meal bro, suggestions, 8,000 puddings and 4,000 bakes. Oh. And uh, have you ever seen that on a spreadsheet? <laughs> Flipping <laughs> Nora. Big book. It was a ma- yeah, We had to get it down to 100 recipes, Dave and I were like, all right. Yeah. And the team were, the, 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 we, did really, we did really well. So, it, it, yeah, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a lovely book. And, um, and we've kind of twist, you know, done a bit of a hairy biter's twist to stuff. Mm. It's called Everyday Winners, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's uh, and it, is it out now? Is it uh, Thursday next week? Thursday next week. Okay. Yeah. Um, now um, we've over the years we've talked Newcastle with you, and it's normally been a fairly depressing conversation, <laughs> but um, suddenly you're you're in the money, and there there appears to be a bit of hope on Tyneside. Well, look, it, I'm in a bit of a moral dilemma about it, if I'm honest, um, uh, but. But uh, look, the, you know we've suffered long enough. I think is the mm. way to look at it, and I think that 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 um, 
you know what you haven't got to forget about Newcastle United and and Sunderland as well and Middlesbrough. It's a religion, you know, and 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 St James's Park is the city centre. Yeah. It's the, it's right slap back in, in the mm. city, and I think that it'll be, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting time to see where we go because uh, I think the fan base definitely deserves some some, the some level of su- success. Uh, the, 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 on the other hand, there is uh, it's money. Mm. And where that money comes from is is open for discussion. I think. Yeah, but is that? I think that's the fan base's worry, is it? The fan base wants the no, football team to not, do well. It's, it's, the fan base wants. wants yeah, but I, I'm afraid, Charlie, you can't. You, you, you can't, but mm. you can't separate one from the other. No, you, yeah. no, you can't because the money is the success. That's the reality of sure. of, of, of of the Premiership. End of story. That's mm. that's how it works. And and you know you yeah. It's a conversation that will continue. To, will. Uh, that, that will continue. I'm yeah. sure. I think a lot of Newcastle fans are are quite torn like that. There's aspects of it. Mm. But I mean, we were talking to the supporters trust last week, yes. and really, you know, in some ways, you can't really help the team you support. You've supported, and this is one of the reasons that people get involved in football because sure. you're you're you know in any other business, if you didn't like the the, the look of whoever ran that business, mm. you go and shop somewhere else. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that in football. You've got an emotional attachment. To the Absolutely, club. of course you do, and it's probably. Robson said it's not about it's not it's not about the stadium it's not even about it's not even about the 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 board of directors it's about those players and that six-year-old lad all us Mm -hmm. stood there and seeing that first football game and going this is where I am this is what I am Mm. this is my people this is where I'm grounded this is where Mm. I feel I belong and that's what football fans are about that's what it is it's about that recognition and that and that attachment to the place that you live and love. So, um, have, you, have you got anything lined up as now the world starts to open up again? Are there sort of plans to? I to, saw Dave in Panto once. I will did. say that. Oh, did you? Oh, I did you? He was good, he, wasn't he? Was, he was in Reading. I saw him in Panto. Are you going to do that, Sai? No, because I, I like <clears> Christmas. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and also though, Charlie, I've just got a new granddaughter, so Ada oh, Grace, right, well, you see, we, so yeah. can't miss that. Um, can't miss Christmas you know, for that. No. Well, you could, I mean, what what would happen then? Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 know, agree, I agree great. with you. Nearly but, won, and he did strictly, didn't he? He's, he, he did. He puts himself out there. Well, he's good like that, Dave, because uh, fundamentally he, he he's mm. way braver than I am because I'm a complete <laughs> coward. Yeah. I'm not doing that. You're mad. <laughs> you know what? Because you're a musician, aren't you? you that was, yes. that was your background. You still you still got the band? Yeah, we still got the band. Little Moscow. It's still it's still going strong. We did the uh, Northern Kin Festival, which was a lovely festival to do, mm. and it was nice to it was nice to play in front of an audience again. So that was great. And we we have uh, we've called it the Gujis because uh, it's like the Geordie Fujis because there's, oh, there's, there's flaming loads of us. There's nine <laughs> there's nine people on stage. Oh wow! And it's oh, yeah. and it's a great sound, big big sound. But um, it's great. We've called it Pithead Funk. <laughs> very nice it's great it's very good nice. fun good it's stuff fun. so uh, go and check it out on um, what, what time is it going out uh, 8 o'clock 8 o'clock 8 o'clock Thursday Thursday Bikers going BBC north two. yeah and it's all available the back the the ones that have gone out so far are all available on the uh, on the iPlayer and the book Everyday um, Winners yeah yes. next week Everyday Winners yeah do give our best to Dave wish him well oh, we'll love. from Thank us you. and hopefully we'll, we'll see you. you both again soon so yes, good to see yes. you and it's lovely to see you cheers take care King there from uh, the Hairy Bikers. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
Uh, we're talking about Championship Manager Day, the 20th anniversary, and we'll uh, chat to the author of a book on the subject. He says it ruined his life, but in, oh. in the nicest possible <laughs> yeah, way. Sure. Ian McIntosh. But before that, Jimmy Walker's been in touch, the former uh, West Ham Warsaw Spurs keeper. Oh, yeah. He says, um, when I first roomed with uh, Rufus Brevet, West Ham, uh, on away trips, all he did was play uh, Championship Manager <laughs> in the room. I gave him so much stick for being so boring. Two to three months later, I was belling him at 3am to ask if Freddie Adu was worth signing. <laughs> See, Jimmy, that's how it gets Fantastic. under his skin. Fantastic, gets under there. Said, well, it must be quite good for footballers, actually, you know, to, yeah. to know, their, know their opposition and wow. know how to sign players. Good training for them, you know, passes the Gary hours. Gary the old uh, Spurs and Luton centre-half, was playing the game, was playing so badly in it that he dropped himself. <laughs> that's the trouble. Taking myself off. If you're having off. a stinker in the game, it, it can reflect badly on you. We um, anyway, we're told here by Patrick in Oxford, he says uh, it was it was football manager, was how the Chilean FA found about uh, Ben Barrett and Diaz's eligibility oh, wow, that's to great. play for them. Yeah. yeah. And same for the Philippines and Neil Etheridge, says Patrick, so I never knew that. Everyone anyway, in we'll Chile. Yeah, lovely. keep your war stories coming and we'll chat to uh, Ian a little bit later on. But before that, um, joining us now to uh, look ahead to the game between uh, England and Hungary is our England correspondent uh, it is Hugh Wiesencroft good afternoon Hugh <laughs> yeah it's me phase off at the moment got it right though. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's how right. you going? <laughs> yeah good you um, you had a bit of a mare last time we spoke to you um, you were having all sorts of problems if you had trouble mm-hmm. getting to Andorra trouble with the hotel room in Andorra and 10 seconds after <laughs> um, we finished speaking to you we saw the broadcast gantry in Andorra on fire so immediately yeah, yeah. thought it had something to do with you but, but it didn't Hugh did it you you're off the hook. I'm so happy to be home safe honestly I mean even after that I think the, the driver through the Pyrenees on the way back from Andorra to Barcelona was was nodding off you know I was clinging on for dear life <laughs> he had to dear. stop and have a break halfway along yeah some scary times and then when I got to the airport on the way back to London the systems were down we couldn't check in flight was delayed Oof, I was getting wow. to the NFL at Tottenham Hotspur showed up at half time so all in all wow. pretty dreadful weekend what yeah. a thought though the idea oh, yeah. that a cab driver says do you mind if I stop up and have a nap because I'm tired and I'm falling asleep on a mountain <laughs> road <laughs> it wouldn't be great on a motorway it's very thin air up there <laughs> yeah, Paul, you know, yeah. so. oh dear you had oh, that was a bit of a mail but anyway um, hopefully we don't have the same problems getting yeah. to Wembley what time are you leaving for the game Hugh just so I know and to stay off the roads yeah <laughs> we know any tired cab drivers you just finished a 12-hour shift. Hugh might need a lift. I'll, I'll be getting the train, so I'm okay. sure there'll be a signal failure or something on the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're a bit of a Jonah at the moment. It's got it's got to change for you. So we'll hear from you later, yeah. Hugh. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, guys. Hugh Woosencroft there, Angling correspondent. He'll catch up with Gareth and... The, the players and three more. or four when it Paul oh, will get all bang them. But well, they, it was a very good result over there. Once yeah. they got going, they started scoring the goals. They put it together. I, uh, you, you fancy hungry to score? I one, think they'll get. You? I think I, th- I just got a really, feeling they'll score one because they need it so they can go all out. You know, we have if they lose, they're out. out the so at times, uh, Charlie, I wouldn't rule it out. I, I, I th- I'm going to go three one England uh this evening okay so, uh, yeah, there we we'll are three or four i said yeah yeah so there we are good luck well as we've been telling you it's the 20th uh, anniversary of the release of the championship manager game that of course morphed into football manager the game we know and love now well, you've been telling us your war stories uh this afternoon one of the listeners it doesn't say where he works because i mean he wouldn't want to get into trouble <laughs> he said i'm still very much an avid player of the 0102 game he still he still runs wow, it yeah. so he runs it on and there. i play it at work most days so i'm basically getting paid to be uh a <laughs> football manager it's a dream job 
<laughs> I wonder what he's supposed to be doing. Well, it doesn't say. Um, so we can't tip anybody off, but he sits there playing it all day. He's in charge of getting fuel to uh, SO garages. And yeah. that's, that's what's been going <laughs> that's on. That's what it is. That's what it is. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So, yes, uh, 20 years ago, a day, Championship Manager 0102 hit the shelves. I don't know if it was a slow burner or not. I do know, though, of course, it, it has grown into a, a huge entity oh, yeah. uh, in terms of football manager. And uh, it's taken over many people's lives. As a number of your emails and texts proved this afternoon. Uh, Michael Usher says, you can't talk about championship manager without bringing up Cherno Samba. We had mm, Cherno on the we, show. We, he wrote oh, a book really? and talked about that and his career. Um, whilst at uni, my Scottish mate took Scotland to the World Cup final on Football Manager 11. Well, we set it up to, uh, yeah, we set it to go at 90 minutes, got comfy on the couch, 30-ish seconds in, his laptop flicked to the blue screen of death and he oh, lost everything. No. That's Scotland <laughs> for you. That's what happens, Anthony. Yeah. Championship Manager 0102 is folklore. This is Taylor in Portsmouth. It's the reason I got an A in GCSE geography due to my freakish knowledge of Scandinavian footballers, age 13. I didn't want to be a pro footballer. Just the next Mike Bassett. Thanks to the game. It's why I work in football. Well, yeah, a lot of people, I think, would say they probably work in football because of the game getting them into it. Anyway, joining us now, a man who still podcasts on the subject, uh, has written books about it. Football mm. manager stole my life amongst them back in 2012. Uh, Ian McIntosh. Good afternoon, Ian. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, good, how are you, you, Mark? Are you having a big party oh, tonight? Yeah, big today, cake, big, big balloon, happy, the two and an O. <laughs> happy 20th. I mean, it's a, yeah, a lot of people have been talking about it today. It's a very much part of people of a certain age's lives, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone also has to sort of make that jump of getting past the, oh my God, I'm really old stage. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, enjoy the nostalgia flooding back of a time where you could buy Mike Duff for £20,000 and he turned into the greatest right back the world has ever seen. What a game. <laughs> when, did, when did you get into it? Was it 0102? Were you, were you an early adopter? No, I was um, actually the first game I played was on my dad's uh, 48k Spectrum and it was the original Kevin Toms football manager. Yes, and then, I remember uh, that. I played all. I played like tracksuit manager and football oh, masters, yeah. and then a, a mate of mine at school said um, he was going away for the weekend, and I should borrow his because uh, you know in these days before laptops and and iPads, you know you had this gigantic desktop Atari ST, you couldn't take it away for the weekend. <laughs> um, so he lent me this new thing called Championship Manager, and, and this would have been 1992. Um, and it had been written off by the magazines; they just called it. It basically was a, a spreadsheet. Um, and you played it the first time you played it you were just like oh god oh god I didn't even know I was looking for this in my life (laughs) this is what everything leads to and what do you do when you immediately sit down and play a game because I I think I always made a mistake of always just going to sign as many strikers as possible that was always what I'd try and do and just put in silly offers for people and then you you know end up having no goalkeeper or defence what's the best tip for championship manager well, you, I tell you, these days with the the football manager games, uh, which is the same the same uh, design company um, in a sort of future iteration, mm. they're they're much deeper and much bigger. And the best thing you can do is just take a bit of time and look at what you've got, because, like you say, there's no point running out and spending all of your money on strikers if you've actually got really good ones mm-hmm. already, or you've got kids in the under twenty threes who you can turn into really good strikers. So it's best just to just make a pot of tea, get a notepad and a pencil. Um, and, and just start going going around your club, you know, doing the rounds like Amanda Staveley is right now at Newcastle. Just <laughs> see what you got before you do anything hasty. 
It is, it, it, it's such a dense game now. I mean, there are, the good thing about it is that the Mars and the guys give you the easy option. If you just want to play the more basic game, you can. But if you really want to drill down into it, I mean, it's, it could be a full-time job just playing it, couldn't it? Oh, God, I mean, it depends how you want to play it. I mean, the, the best thing to do if you're new to it is just get on and delegate pretty much everything to your to your you know virtual assistant managers and your coaches because it is absolutely possible to play this game and micromanage your under 18 squads individual training routines <laughs> set up different set pieces for different you don't have to do any of that i mean you know it's kind of fun when you actually got the time to do it and really really get into it but you don't have to do any of that at all you just set it up so you basically you know pick the team buy better players and try not to get sacked were there many moments when you, you kind of caught yourself, Ian, playing the game and thought, what am I doing? I'm a, I'm a grown man. I, I tell you what, if, if I hadn't managed to get two books and a job out of it, I think I'd be talking to my psychiatrist in great detail. <laughs> but I mean, um, it, yeah, so many stories when we've had from listeners over the years of just them doing things that they can't quite believe they got so in the moment. Well, the thing for me, and I wrote about this for The Athletic today, it was... Um, Far from actually being a terrible thing for me, it's a really good thing. I, I came out of university, and like any anyone who's recently been been a student will think this is laughable. But what seemed like a big debt of four grand—I mean, these days four grand debt will just see you through Freshers' Week. But yeah. it was four grand of debt, and I managed to turn it into twenty grand of debt within like under two years of living in London, just by going out too much and and having something like Championship Manager One Hundred and Two was. When I needed to sort of rebuild things and get myself out of trouble and I needed a way of, you know, staying in and not missing going out, that mm. that game was a sort of um, alternative reality that my bank balance demanded. And, and, and you, you hear these terrible stories about video games and the effect they have. You know, I played to a Grand Theft Auto and immediately started launching artillery attacks on the next door town. <laughs> and like they, they never really talk about people who, you know, you read about people who, who suffer from anxiety, but yeah. they find that Minecraft is a great way to just sort of calm down or Stardew Valley or things like this. I think that for all the, the stories you're, you, you, you'd see in the newspapers, you'll find immeasurably more people who've had their lives enriched by by having this game in their lives than than anything else. And are you still uh, still addicted still playing, to playing? Yeah. Who's your current team? Well, the new one's coming out in November, mm. so I'm doing that thing where you walk around in circles. Like every trip to the supermarket isn't a trip to the supermarket. You're just walking around thinking, could I be the man to overhaul Newcastle? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the one thing I'm fairly sure of um, is is that because I'm a South End fan, so this would oh, arguably yeah. be the best way of going back and you know fixing right what once went wrong. And but if, I mean, no one can fix that. No, there's no video game that's going to make South End savable. <laughs> Good to talk to you, Ian. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me Cheers. on. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Ian McIntosh, there, the uh, author of amongst other books, Championship Manager stole my life. Yeah, football I never got into it that much. Always, it's like fantasy football for me. Yeah, it always feels a bit too much like homework. <laughs> the most, the most it gets, like. Wow. The, if the moment you've got a spreadsheet and you you're working it out outside, it just feels like homework, and I never liked homework, Paul. Robin Middlesbrough said, "I ended up taking four years to do a three year degree. <laughs> oh, no. I failed because of my addiction to the game. But what a year!" He says, <laughs> "Move my bed next to the PC." Oh, wow, it must okay. have, it must attract a certain sort of person well, as well. It's still a going lonely st- person, maybe. Yeah, it's still going strong. Uh, maybe you start off lonely or you end up lonely. It's one <laughs> of the two. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was our uh, this afternoon show. Charlie, you're back on Thursday. Back on Thursday, yes. Andy will be here tomorrow, pouring over the England and Scotland results and more. 
And uh, yet Charlie's back for the birthday spread on Thursday. So until then, uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.